1: just talking to me. Do you think that you could repeat the question and I listen more attentively? There must have been something in all of that. Nothing that wasn't quite so easy to
0: say. We're trying really hard to get him on the um, Melvin Taylor at the bash this year. He's only missed one bash in 16 years. <clears throat> That's the gentleman who sings the song at the opening of my show We love Melvin Taylor He's from Lowell Of course Melvin Taylor's not really his real name Hi, how you guys doing? Tom Duncan here at the Paying Attention Podcast Hi, Hiya Top Two Guys Smoke Shop here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe And uh, as we have promised you We have our Methuen Mayor Report uh, At the beginning, the first Tuesday of every month And uh, and we got to, uh, you're not going to believe this, Ed We've got sponsors for the show. Are you kidding? Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not making that up even a little bit. We got we have we have sponsors. We have like uh, I'm trying to find them. That's why I'm, I'm trying to kill time on. Will I find those sponsors? Great sponsors.
1: <laughs> like Century 21, McLennan right? and Company.
0: McLennan and Company. We've got um, We've got uh, AFC Urgent Care. We love Lisa Williams. Lisa and her husband do a lot of great things in the community. And the funny thing is, like, she'll call me and say, um, you know, like, can you do a story on these kids? They need really need help. And so I'll call, like, you know, whatever the organization is to write the story. And the first thing they'll say is, yeah, well, she, what well, she didn't tell you is she gave us $2,000. Huh. So like she's always calling me and asking me to promote other things and never telling me like what she's doing in the community. So they're always doing great things at AFC Urgent Care. And I gotta tell you, I've been to AFC Urgent Care in North Andover twice. I've been to the one in Methuen three times. I'm in and out in ten minutes. Nice. Like like I'm I'm in with a doctor within ten minutes and then ten more minutes later I'm I'm out the door, like I'm on my way. Um so it's way better than waiting four hours at the hospital at the Holy Fatal. I mean Holy Family. <laughs> and um uh, so we love Lisa, uh, Lisa and her husband over at uh, AFC Urgent Care. McClellan, McLennan. McLennan. I'm sorry. I'm yes, not going to do that again. McLennan Real Estate Century 21. Um, they're big fans of Neil Perry. So once Neil Perry won, uh, Janet called me and said, how do I sponsor this? Uh, she's the best, Janet. That she's the doing. best. And then we got Jason Maku from Maku Towing. Uh, Jason, Jason has actually showed up at our TMF family dinner for the homeless and donated two weeks in a row, donated uh, hot chocolate. And last week, he was actually with you, Mayor. He was. Um, standing there passing out food to the homeless. He was. And I was standing there watching this going, we've got D.J. Borogard, newly elected city councilor. We've got uh, Neil Perry, newly elected mayor. We had Mike Samad, newly elected city councilor. We had another city councilor there, too. I can't remember. Ron, who Ron who Marsan. Ron Marsan, yeah. former yeah. city councilor. And I looked around and I said, you know, it's really interesting. Not one flipping Lawrence city councilor has ever once come here to serve food to the homeless in Lawrence. And yet, you've got like a third of the, the new, the incoming city council and the mayor of Methuen coming into Lawrence to feed homeless people in Lawrence. Isn't that amazing? I think it says a lot more about the people in Methuen than it says about the people in Lawrence, but it does say something about the people in Lawrence that you have nine members of your city council, and in over a year, not one of them has ever showed up to, f- to serve. Food no, for I'm the not going to
1: cast any aspersions on any of my friends in Lawrence because I've got some very good friends over there. You do? I do. Like who? Brian DePena. Brian's a good guy. Love good Brian. Guy. He's yep. going to be the next mayor. You think so? Yeah, he's going to be. No one's going to beat
0: Brian. Brian Brian's one of those guys that he's built up favors for the last 30 years and has never asked anybody <laughs> for anything in return. So when he runs, everyone's just automatically going to vote for him because everybody owes him
1: something. Yeah, really good guy.
0: Um, and you know who's a really good guy in, in, on the Lawrence City Council, too, is uh, Mark Plant and Dave Abdul, mm-hmm. both great guys. Yep. Uh, they both voted against TMF, by the way, so I'm really unhappy about their decision. Yeah. Well, like, here's the thing.
1: Isn't Mark LaPlante the guy who did the uh, – uh, the veterans thing, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, those yep. are terrific, fantastic. I, I was trying to get on one. I, I wanted to narrate one because he did a fantastic. I'm a big fan of history. You may yep. not know this, Yep. right. But because well, uh, you lived through most of it, <laughs> right? Are, am I are, wrong about that? Are you complimenting my age? Or, I, yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, um, but he did a great job. He he personalized to me the experience of uh, Lawrence. Natives in World War One. I. I thought it was fantastic. it yeah. got all kinds of awards and well deserved. Uh, we actually gave Mark our
0: honorary veteran award <coughs> last year. We give it every year at our annual bash. We give an award for um, uh, police officer, fire, hero firefighter, hero veterans, and we always like any we, hero politicians. Uh, will no, I be eligible? No, hero? no, no, no. Uh, but do Austin something. Do, but there is a way that a politician can win win an award at the bash. We have a First Amendment award. So if you do something uh, like Janet DiNatale won it one year because she outed the school committee when they had that fake executive session (laughs) where they said they were going into executive session to talk about... um, uh, some kind of litigation, and they all went in the back and they yelled and screamed at her for an hour over her survey monkey about the uh, Lawrence <laughs> residents coming to Methuen, and she went right to the press now. And everybody else would have said, "No, it's executive session. I can't say anything." No, she blew the lid right off that thing, and you know she cares about transparency, so she ended up winning it that year. So you can you can do something that that that.
1: First Amendment, freedom of speech, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah freedom yeah. of
0: speech or freedom of religion. Maybe mm-hmm. you do something good for uh, – maybe you can save PMA and we'll give you that, freedom I, of religion. Or well, w- I pray for you every Sunday when I'm at Mass. Oh, that's <laughs> not going to help. No, you should no. save that for somebody that can use it. <laughs> uh, and also, by the way, uh, sponsoring uh, today's show is the uh, Poli- Methuen Police Superior Officers Union. I, I, after they sponsored the show, I kind of thought about it. And I'm like, I'm not too sure how well that's going to go over yeah. given everything that's going on. But listen, they're sponsoring the show. They're not. You're not making any money Doing this They're sponsoring the show Because they believe And I spoke with Greg Gallant And hopefully he doesn't get mad at me For saying this But they believe That having a new mayor come in And a new council comes in Is going to be much easier For them to come to the middle And negotiate with the city To get this whole situation let's hope so Taken care of Right Um, So before we Before we start I, one of the things I asked Greg Gallant last night was, "Have you sat down with the new mayor yet?" Like, I, if I was elected mayor, like the next day, that that would be my first phone call. And he said, "No, no." So I was just wondering if you could explain that.
1: Yeah, so uh, I can. Um, so life has been pretty hectic. It's thirty days for everybody, but um, so I want to confess, I'm still working at Raytheon mm-hmm. through December nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm taking time off. Uh, we're doing transition events with the city. There's a million things to – so uh, next Friday, have a scheduled sit-down with the city to get um, – The whole city? Like everybody's – Well, the, the, um, the city's lawyers okay. to talk about all of the Superior Office's contracts issues uh, because we only know, Tom, what we've seen in the press. Right. right? You can't we, rely on them. You can't You can't uh, because we don't know the full details. Right. And I'm, I'm sitting down with some of the current counselors as well to kind of ascertain everything that's really – happened and um uh you know i want all of that before i sit down and talk to the superior officers and uh, i i want to do what's right for the city mm-hmm. right i wanted to I, I, you know i said this when i was on the campaign i'm going to keep saying it you know uh i'm not going to make the police bad guys here this is not good about for good you guys bad guys. good for you because they're this good guys a, yeah they, it is they are and we have a bad contract and we're going to fix that situation and right. I'm committed to doing that and I think they are too and so let's see how it works out right. so you got to you know we got to give us a little time so the answer is right after December 13th we'll be sitting down with Greg and his team okay. and kind of talk starting to talk because I don't have any legal standing Yet I'm still right. absorbing. So, you know, most of what we're going to talk about today is what we've done transition wise. There's a lot. Good. There's a lot.
0: Good because I have no questions yeah. since the last the last None. show. We, well, no, not really. I guess
1: the show's over. Uh,
0: the only show, the only question that I have is when you won't answer. Like, who's going to be chief of staff? But since nobody's going to answer that, not, that question, it's
1: not that I won't answer it. I'm not ready to. So, um, you'll be proud that I'm doing all the um, all the right background information. And making sure uh, I'm checking all of the things that I should check, mm-hmm. right? So I'm doing all the right things, and I'm doing all the things because, in my mind, I'm going to say this to you: um, you know, it's a two-year term, which is not very long. I've got to show progress in the first year, right? And I've got to make sure that I've got people aligned to the vision that I see and what we're going to do. It doesn't mean they're they're yes men or yes women. Um, I need people around who complement the skill sets that I have, who are different than I am, and I'm confident we're going to do that. We're on the brink of finishing that up. We will announce before Christmas. I tell you that. And uh, the Eagle Tribute reached out to me. Um, yeah, you don't have so to talk to them. Two two days ago, yeah. and then uh, Methuen Life reached out to me uh, last week, and I told them I, I will tell you guys all at the same time, right? And it will be before Christmas. I won't. I won't. I'm not that. sure. I like that answer. I think I want the.
0: I think I want the you story. You live. You want it live here. Right? Well, actually,
1: that would be great
0: because you do it live, and then I can write a story after the show, and and everybody gets it at the same time. Technically, maybe, but I still have the. Re- maybe
1: we do it live from TMF.
0: Okay. Yeah, that'd night. be great. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We could do like a special interview live from TMF. I like that. I like, I like that too. Idea. Um, I'd like to actually get some of those guys on with you and talk, uh, maybe have like a little summit after the first of the year about what Methuen um, as a city can do to help the homeless in Methuen.
1: I love that idea. Yeah. I love that idea. And I'm committed to it. Um, uh, you know, I was pretty insulted when you sent out all those thank yous on Facebook, you know. For hot chocolate and things like that. I brought 100 cans of Sterno. I got I know, no thank I you. I got no oh shout out boy. on Facebook. I mean, you know, know. That's not the right. love is gone already. It's coming. <laughs> it's a
0: notebook item in the in the print edition. That's why. I didn't want to shoot my load all at once with everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so, so here's so, my spirit animal has arrived. There you go. There you go. My sweetheart. <laughs> Christ, all right, that was sorry. the host saying that, not the mayor. <laughs> yeah, man, that right? wasn't the mayor saying that. So you, you're talking about all this transition stuff, yeah. and um, I, I asked the chief, I said, have you sat down with the, because I'm asking everybody, right? Yeah. Have you sat down with the new <clears throat> mayor yet? And he's like, no, he, he hasn't called me to sit down yet. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so who is he sitting down yeah. with? So, so who are much you much. sitting down
1: with? So well, let me explain the process first, and then you can understand. So there's there's really two tracks that we've got running. Um, and I wanted to do it this way So we sent out, and I brought These are actually, with the answers on them I wanted to give you a blank one These are actual, every department head So the chief of police, the chief of the fire department uh, The head of the EPW The uh, city clerk All got uh, transition questionnaires And I'm showing them to you so you can tell the studio audience, This is actually an answered one mm-hmm. So this morning we sat with um, The city clerk Is that Frank McCann's? No, this okay. is <laughs> Just checking <laughs> This
0: is, Let's uh, open as many cans of worms as we can Please no <laughs>
1: um, We we sat with the city clerk And we sat with the recreation department And went through So we sent these to all the department heads And they've all responded um, They had until December 3rd to do so mm-hmm. And we've got them back And now we're scheduling the sit-downs And the sit-downs are intended to be Kind of uh, you know, information exchanges, um, you know, questions. So we've asked them about challenges, issues, budgetary issues. We also use, I've got it here as a prop, um, <clears throat> what the mayor provided to us, which was the FY 2020 budget. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as an example, when we sat down with Jack Wilson, the city clerk this morning, good guy, by the way, good guy. Uh, we can go through his section in here, is on 35 and 36, if I can ever get there. There it is. And, you know, I can look and see what were his accomplishments in FY 2019, what are his goals for 2020, what's the org structure, which is not quite to the level of detail that we're looking for. So I've asked him for um, something that we do at Raytheon, something that I'm familiar with, which is an org chart that's a functional org chart, meaning... A uh, picture of the person and what their job responsibilities entail, and 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 then the so, answer to yeah. So so you understand. You have the city clerk, which is Jack, but underneath you've got these other blocks. Well, who are those people and what do they do? And he's right. got more principal clerks than one. Mm-hmm. So what? How do you do the assignments? You know, is what we talked about, and how does the workflow yeah, summaries don't help anybody. No. No, and and so uh, he did a really good job. He's an example. He was the first one we did, and it's a learning process, so uh, I'm sure I'm going to get feedback on the questions I asked. Um, you know, we look at the budget. We ask questions about the budget, clearly, but we also ask uh, headcount questions. I asked him, you know, are there any single points of failure, any risk areas, how do we promote customer service? He walked me through uh, some really good stuff, um, including you know, the... Um, The renovation of the customer service center in Searles. So it's being set up so that it's much more customer friendly. Mm -hmm. And we walked down and we looked at it uh, actually happening while we were in the building this morning. And I I give it an A, right? Well, maybe an A minus, right? Because I got to see people in it. Uh, They were still working on it. And uh, it'll make it much easier for the citizens to get in there and do business in in the city clerk's office, for Mm -hmm. example. Um, We're also taking a look at the building itself. So the building itself. Um, is a historical monument. It's, it's unbelievable. It's beautiful. But we're looking at how we're using, how we're utilizing the building and what does it need. Right. Um, and, and we're looking at that from a perspective, Tom, of um, not department to department. How do you step back and take a, an overall look at the building and maximize the use of it? Because, you know, one of the things people could say is it is a historic building, but probably not designed um, the way you would design a building today for city government. And so you've got a lot of small rooms, et cetera. At one time it was a high school, um, Searles High School, mm-hmm. and um, my mother, in fact, graduated from, from that building. So uh, we're taking a look at the overall structure and infrastructure of the building and talking about what we can do to maximize um, not spending, but the experience for the the shareholder, the customer and the community, right? Well, how do we make their experience more meaningful? And I think they're, you're going to see a... Definitely definite focus on that.
0: Can you, if I'm sitting in my office, and I'm, a, I'm the laziest SOB you're ever going to meet in your life. If I'm sitting in my office, I don't even want to talk to people on the phone when I'm ordering a pizza. Mm-hmm. I would rather go to Giovanni's online <laughs> and order online so I don't have to talk to anybody, right. right? Yeah. Does the city allow people to pay their parking tickets, their excise taxes, their city taxes Great question. online with a credit card? It's something that yeah. I tried to push Lawrence to yeah. do for a long time, and they didn't want to yeah. do it.
1: So the uh, could. Excellent timing. The city clerk has uh, started that process. Oh, good. So you can pay a lot of these things online. Good. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say you can pay 100% of them because right now I've only sat with the city clerk and the recreation director. Right. I know you can pay your uh, your taxes online, and you've been able to do that, uh, and Sharon Pollard actually set that up when she was mayor. So I go pay my water bill online. I pay my uh, I can pay my real estate taxes. I can pay my excise taxes for my vehicle All online. Great. That's done through the city. And there's an extra 50-cent fee when you do that. And that pays for the – because it's all – it's not unique to Methuen. It's all – it's multiple communities Mm -hmm. across Massachusetts. So it's a pretty cool feature. Um, And you might say, well, 50 cents, well, a stamp is what, 46, 47, whatever it is. Something like that. Yeah. It's negligible. And for me, um, I get the bill. If I don't pay it right away, I'm going to forget it. Right. So I get it. I go to the computer. I pay it. And I'm done, right? And, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm a big fan of um, economies of scale, too. I won't say laziness, Tom. So um, the website will allow me to be remembered. Mm-hmm. So that when I go back in, it prompts me. It knows my account number. It knows my name. So I don't have Excellent. to type that stuff right. back in. So yeah, they do do that. And that's a good thing. And we're definitely looking at that. So <clears throat> excuse me. One of the biggest uh, emphases we have when we're meeting with these department heads is process, right? Because a lot of times – so, uh, you know, one of the criticisms is uh, he's never worked in city government before, and that's a fair criticism. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to – I think that's a good thing, though. Well, in many ways it is. So what we're doing is we're going with eyes wide open, and I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm sure if Jack was here, and it's my intent to start bringing in January – uh, some of the people that work for the city, right? So I hope to convince like Maggie Dupre, who's the CAFO. I'm very impressed with her. Very intelligent young lady. And she's she's at the heart of what we're trying to do. So I I hope she will be willing to be a guest at one of these podcasts. That'd the future, be great. Right? We'd love to have someone like that on. And then if that works out well and we do questions from other people, that we bring some of the other department heads. Sure. And we talk about some of the other important topics, you know, month to month. Because uh, I'm learning a lot. So I I would say right now it's like drinking through a fire hose. Uh, I've got, you know, um, meetings almost back to back. We almost, you know, were way late for this uh, because we were at City Hall. We were talking. We did a couple of sessions, and then we got into a prolonged discussion about some things with um, uh, the CAFO. And, you know, time management is probably the greatest challenge right now because there's so many things I want to do. Right. Right. and And assimilating all the information is is really important so let me let me step back for a second before I keep going on this so we that's one vein is these transition questionnaires have been sent out to every department head, and they've answered them so we sent them out probably about two weeks ago mm-hmm. and we gave them because of the Thanksgiving holiday till about December third in some cases, and they've all responded and now we've scheduled um you know, we had some today. We've got some more coming. Uh, we're doing a tour in the building tomorrow. And then um, I'm going to a mayor's workshop uh, from Mass, uh, municipal, Mass on, municipal on Monday. Be careful of those guys. Yeah. <clears throat> Be careful of those Be guys. Be They're going to want money.
0: Well, they, they, they're not on the up and up. Well, We'll have a whole show on that, but right. when I submitted my public records bill, yeah. they were the primary opponents of stopping my public records bill, and they actually, MMA, uh, Mass Municipal actually has, at least once a year, they have um, these, um, uh, what do you call them when, they, when you get, um, they, a bunch of people get Workshop, together. conference. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, like these conferences. For city attorneys and city clerks to teach them how to obfuscate the public records law, to <laughs> teach them how to get around it. And I only know because my attorney, Peter Caruso, yeah. was at one of them. Yeah. And they recognized him as being a First Amendment lawyer yeah. and pointed him out. And
1: then all of a sudden, nobody had anything to say. All right. Let me say two things about sure. that. One is I give you an A for using the word obfuscate. I thank you. All right. Thank you right. very much. <laughs> very educated. Um, uh, I appreciate that. And secondly, Peter Caruso, great guy. Phenomenal great guy. guy. He's a fellow parishioner. I've been
0: sued like a million and a half times. And he's represented me in every single lawsuit I've never once <laughs> lost. And you know what? I still got one more from the current mayor who's on his way out. And I, the, I knew the minute Peter took the case, I said, you know what? I can sleep now. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I
1: know he's, he's going to take care of it. Great guy. And so, uh, you know, what I started to say is, so there's two paths that we're doing. And I'm really excited about this. One is we're doing these informational Interviews if you will Off of the transition questionnaires With the department heads And that's because it's not possible to glean From the written word everything that they want to tell you Sure. So as an example Sitting with Jack this morning was a really informative Discussion and we talked to him about Things he wants to do in future elections and, and, and that's a great helper to me Right how he's structured Who's doing what job um, And then getting deeper into the process Of of how the city clerk's office works Right. So that's part A Part B that I'm also excited about is we have four transition committees. Now, this is not bureaucracy. This is to give us... Sounds a, like bureaucracy. No, have no, no. four
0: transition committees. Well,
1: let me tell you what they're for. Oh, that's still. a great question. Um, so we've got one on general government, one on parks, recreation, and green space, one on community, culture, and neighborhoods, and one on business and economic What was the first one? Uh, general government. Okay. Overall government. Um, and we have... Um, Taken, probably around, I'm looking at the number, and you can see the sheet with all the crossouts from the people I've called. This is my actual working sheet. You notice
0: I didn't get a phone call on any of those transition teams. No.
1: No. That's okay. No, these are primarily Methuen residents. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. You know, I could get you to move to Methuen. That would be great. Yeah, I love North Andover. (laughs) But you know what? You do a good job in your first year. I'll give it some thought. Okay, well, that's what it's all. So we've got about, uh, in the four committees, we've probably got about uh, 45 people. Okay. Assigned, and and by the way, I'm going to step back and say they're not all Neil Perry Yahoo Yahoo. He's mm-hmm. the best, right? We've been careful to select people who uh, supported my opponent mm-hmm. uh, on some of these committees because what we're looking to do is uh, take some of the visions that we put together that were part of the campaign platform. Um, get these groups from across the to sit in a room. So we have the we had a we had a session scheduled for. Um, Monday night, snowed out Right um, You know, in New England, we don't like the snow, I guess I, I, my, You know, I did my drive with my little ATV I was ready to go It's, it's
0: usually the first snowstorm in <clears throat> New England Just forget how to drive in the snow yeah. And suddenly everything's
1: closed Like, it's New England, this happens every year like- It does <laughs> It God. does But uh, it, it, that and the bread and milk phenomenon Right, uh-huh. yeah yeah, so every market basket is devoid of bread and right. milk. that right? goes back to the uh, to the depression. Yeah, <laughs> to the depression. Well, no, it
0: does because when my grandparents used used to do that because my grandparents lived through the depression. Yeah, and when I was growing up, as soon as they knew that it was going to snow, they would run out and get five loaves of bread and three gallons of milk because you didn't know if the stores were going to be open for a week. Because that's all. You and need even, to make even though French now toast. now that doesn't happen anymore. Like, you know, the store's are always going to be open the next day or at least two days later. For some reason,
1: it's ingrained in our culture to just go out and do that. See, I was going to say it's Blizzard of 78. Okay. People started running out of food and they started freaking out. Yeah. Right. So I started eating that. each other. Yeah. Cannibalism. Donner Party for one. Right. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just the food, Neil. The liquor stores started running out of beer. That's when the problem started. started. Nothing was yeah. getting delivered anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, there's the four teams. I'm going to repeat them again. General government. Uh, Parks, Recreation, and Green Space, Community, Culture, and Neighborhoods, and Business and Economic Development. Now, what we've set up is three to four meetings for each of these teams. We're restricting them to 90 minutes in respect for the people's time. Mm -hmm. And what we're really doing is starting with some of the visions we put together, giving them those to read as homework, and they've already been sent out. And so, for example, the Community, Culture, and Neighborhood team will meet tonight at 6 o'clock at Searles. Okay. and if, you're, if you aren't on it and you're somebody who, you know, you're passionate about participating in that, you should reach out to me and let me know. But we've got about eight people from all across Methuen. And once again, these aren't all Neil Perry supporters. We were very careful. You know, one of the things I said in the last time I was here, or I should say on the Halloween webcast when we did the that um Effective after the election, there would be no more Team Perry and Team Canaan. There would be Team Athorn. Mm-hmm. And we're paying very close attention to that. We're making sure that any groups that we're looking at, we're trying to uh, include people who did not support me. Right, um, and the That's
0: reason- smart. Politically,
1: that's well, smart. It's, it, what we're trying to show is that it really is all about the city. Every decision we make is going to be made with the best interest of the city at heart. And so we're focused on that. And so tonight, community, culture, and neighborhoods will meet at 6 o'clock. And we'll go for 90 minutes. And then the business and economic development team will meet for 90 minutes at 7.30. And what we've tasked them to do is a little brainstorming activity on the things that are working well and the things that aren't working well. And I won't put you through the whole um, um, you know, experience, but what we're going to do eventually after about a couple of meetings is prioritize the things that come up, what, the things that aren't working well. How do we translate those into goals for the city? What are the things that we need to do in the first 120 days? What are the things that we need to do by the middle of the year? What are the things that are longer term to be done uh, towards the end of the year? Mm-hmm. And you know, my intention is to be as transparent as possible with those. So the next time I come in the show, that would be an artifact that I'd want to give you guys as a slide and kind of show it and say, okay, here's what the folks in the Community, Culture, and Neighborhoods team are saying. So <clears throat> you look at, you know, how do we reestablish the sense of community Methuen? And this team is going to give us a, a lot of ideas on how we could focus that near-term, interim, and then longer-term. And those will translate into goals. And then the intention is we come back to people like you and they become a scorecard, a report card for how well we're performing as a city, how well my city government is performing. Are we doing the things we say we're doing? Mm-hmm. And, and I embrace that. I, I, you know, I want to sit with the city council and talk about these are things we want to get done. I want to have their input. So once these teams finish and once we finish these questionnaires, we're going to develop a list of priorities that become the goals for the city and then go to the city council And get their input on it, uh, because we'll have nine new sitting city council members, and then take that accumulation and then regularly report out, okay, in the area of reestablishing community, here's the five things we said we were going to do by mid-year. We've done this, we've done this, we've done this. Oh, this one we didn't do, and here's why, here's when it's going to be done. and. In, in that sense, we want to report to the citizens so that they understand what progress is being made in this city. So you're
0: setting goals, yep. setting timelines for those goals, and then it, at the end of that timeline, what's not done, then you sit down and you Correct. work with people to figure out, Correct. A, why it wasn't done, and, and then how do you get it done?
1: And I go back and I say, you know, I'm new to politics, but I'm not new to um, being a leader. Mm. And so I recognize that this first year is critical, for me and for the people that are working with me in the city government, that we need to show the citizens of Methuen a different side, and we did need to show them um, all the things that we talked about in the campaign weren't just campaign plugs. Transparency and accountability—they those are words that mean something. If people aren't used to that. Yeah, people are used to
0: someone campaigning. Saying, uh, this is what I'm going to do I'm going to build a youth center I'm going I'm to plant trees, I'm going to do this and that And then they get in and they do none of those yeah. things And then
1: when they run for re-election They make the same promises And people are like, wait a minute, what, you hit two years ago? Yeah, plant trees So I met with uh, Mayor Fiorentini in Haverhill on Monday Okay So despite the snow Insert joke here <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I, Despite the massive snowstorm I got into my vehicle and I drove to Haverhill City Hall Monday morning and I met with Mayor Fiorentini, he invited me down for a meet and greet, mm-hmm. and that was really good, and he talked about his tree planting program, and I know there's people that love it and people that don't love it, but I, I do love it. I love it too. Right? Because uh, every tree you plant puts more oxygen back into right. the air, right? right? And so, with all that's going on, we need to kind of focus on that, and all the developments that we have, you know, we've got to have a little bit more, and, and so that's something, I don't want to cheat and... You know, put any emphasis um, because Mike Solomon and Ryan Hamilton are my co-chairs for the Parks Recreation and Green Space team. Okay, Um, but I would hope that they come out. You know, we've talked about reinvigorating the Clean Up Methuen campaign and talking about planting trees. I would hope those are some of the goals that come out of that team. But Mm -hmm. again, we picked citizens all across Methuen because it isn't just what Neil Perry wants to do. It's how do we as a a community of citizens of Methuen How do we identify the things that we need to do And the, pl- the planting of trees is important because it is. While people run around pretending they're environmentalists Because they
0: hold a sign against global warming They're not actually doing anything for the environment And planting trees actually does do something For it does. the environment it absolutely And if does. every community did something like that uh, I give you know, m- my communist friend Tennis Lilly <laughs> who um who is i mean he he's he's, he's so carmius it's unbelievable but one of the things he's done in Lawrence through a nonprofit is he's in charge of planting x number of trees i think it's like 100 trees a year yeah. and they go out and i see them in the summertime i'm driving on chasing police calls and i see like this this tree group and they just they're planting trees everywhere sure. and th- those are the things that it sounds small and it sounds insignificant has
1: a tremendous impact on the community yeah absolutely Absolutely. So I'm going to go back. I want to say the four teams again, if I could, Tom. Sure. Because if there's citizens in Methuen, so it, I apologize, but we're limiting it to Methuen residents That's because fine. they're the people impacted here. We have one working on general government. Um, we have one working on parks and recreation and green space. We have one working on community, culture, and neighborhoods, and we have one on business and economic development. So in general government, for example, um, driving the accountability and financial management is a key tenant there and I produced a vision during the campaign on that and then um, safe and secure neighborhoods was the second one and so those are two vision plans that this team would look at but there's so much more there right. than just those two things right so if you're sitting in the audience at home and you're watching this podcast or you're listening to the podcast and you say hey I'm a resident of the one I would be of great value on that reach out to me mm-hmm. right let me know how so, do they reach out to you uh, they can email me at npirish1213 at gmail.com. I don't you, have a city you, you email You're going to have to change that to no. like so, you know, super mayor at Hotmail or something. <laughs> no. So uh, I like it. Twelve thirteen is my birthday. You can wish me happy birthday in uh, advance ha- here. Happy birthday in Thank advance. you. Thank um, you. Irish 1213 in case I start losing my memory, I can remember it all from my email. Gotcha. Irish 1213 at gmail.com. Reach out to me if you're interested in participating on one of these committees. Again, general government, parks, recreation, and green space, community, culture, and neighborhoods, and business and economic development. Now, community, culture, and neighborhoods, and business and economic development are meeting tonight. The other two would have met Monday, but the massive snowstorm shut us down. Um, I get nervous when I hear culture. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That's a word that Don't makes nervous. me nervous. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, Because in this political business, you hear culture, and you know where that's going to end up.
1: Yeah. Well, and so it's important that we kind of... So, you know, to me, one of the things that we've got to look at in that team is the changing uh, demographics in Methuen, right? So the city has changed dramatically, and, and we need to recognize that going forward, and we need to be structured appropriately. So... so You know, in my early talks with the citizens at uh, City Hall, we have almost no bilingual personnel uh, yet. Uh, I attended the school committee meeting, uh, I think it was a week and a half ago, and I saw that approximately 30% of our student population is Hispanic. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's high. It's like 29 and a half.
0: Spirit animal, is that true? It's a third, really? Look at that. You're fact-checking them. I have to. Listen, I have to. It's my job.
1: (laughs) So, you know, with with statistics like that, we've got to have the capability to provide that customer service to people um, or understand. Um, And and right now, we don't have that. So, the changing demographics. Um, So, we'll focus on things like that. But each of the four teams, like I said, we would love to have other people uh, uh, participate, I reached out. Everybody I reached out to was super responsive, and I appreciate that. Uh, Some people were getting cold calls and had never met Neil Perry. Mm -hmm. Some people were getting cold calls and had not supported Neil Perry, and that's okay, right? Uh, Because it's not about But how were you
0: received? Like you pick up the phone, you call someone that
1: campaigned against you, and you say, hey, this is Neil Perry. There's a long pause. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would say, you know, um, the feedback has been good. And, and, you know, uh, I use that as an example, and I'm gonna keep saying this, that um, I'm gonna keep to my word, right? I, I said that Team thing before. To me, it's all about the city now, right? And, and if you supported Jennifer in the campaign, that's fine. Um, the election's over, it's time to move forward as a city and heal the divides, and there's a core group, I'm gonna say this, this will be non-popular, there's a core group in the city that wants to keep promoting that divide. And they're going to have to get used to this because we're going to work to address that. Because now it's time to move forward.
0: Are you ready for those people to undermine you come January Ab- first? Absolutely,
1: Ab- Because January's. you know
0: that's going to happen. Yeah. Like as soon as you announce whoever your chief of staff is, no matter who it is, it could, yeah. be, it could be, it could be, it could be it could be Jesus Christ himself. They're going to find an excuse yeah. to complain about it and yeah, make it a political absolutely.
1: issue. Yeah, and and so I would tell you is regardless of who I pick. It's, you know, whether you like the person, dislike the person, have a relationship with them or don't have a relationship with them, you have to judge me based upon the accomplishments that I make while I'm in office. And so I would suggest to you that on January 6th, that's the inauguration okay, date. Okay, they finally know? set would, the date. I would love to have you there. Yeah, January 6th. It will well, be thank you for the PM. invitation. I'll come and we'll, we'll live podcast yeah, it. see you, Scotty. Um, so we would love to have you there. Uh, we're going to do it in the Timoney School... Uh, auditorium. Okay, it's a little more intimate. People say, "Well, you know, the Bethune High School auditorium is gorgeous." It is. Don't get me wrong. It's it's beautiful and it's awesome. I'm a big fan of intimacy, and and so they've redone the Timony Auditorium, and I like the look and the feel of it. Right, mm-hmm. and that, that's not a slam on in High School. I'm going to be pro Rangers in everything we do. I'll be showing up at basketball games so people can won't be able to say oh see he was just going to football games because he was trying to get elected um, you did that by the way you you, I wanted you to come to the TMF family dinner for
0: the homeless during yeah. the campaign you yeah. didn't want to do it no. because you didn't want people to think you were grandstanding to get elected yeah. and then when you won this is so rare in this business when you won after you won The next day you were there, you were there serving food for, so you couldn't get any publicity out of it, you weren't going to get any political benefit out of it, it was the day
1: after you won. I I was moved, i got to be honest with you, so there, you know, I'll be 62 in in less than two weeks. You don't look a day over 61. Thank you very much, that's very kind of you. (laughs) Um, And and I say to you, uh, uh, my hat's off to you for your how much you contribute to TMF. And my hat's off to Mike Gorman yeah. and his team. That's where the real they credit goes. They do a hell of a job. That's where the real credit and goes. And I saw his plan for the Christmas events. And I, I say this quite frankly, I've got to figure out my schedule so that I can get in on some of that. Yep. And I say get in, uh, you know, to me at this stage of life, uh, that means more, you know, participating in that, it, it brings the Christmas spirit for me. Right. Right? Seeing those people who have so little and seeing what just giving them a little can do. Yep. It, it's completely uplifting. You see how grateful most of them are, they too. Are. That's the
0: thing. I mean, you know, th- there, are, there are homeless people out there that are just scummy people that aren't going to
1: be ever grateful for anything. But the majority of the people that are showing up at these TMF dinners, they're ex- extremely grateful. Well, last Wednesday night, you and I were there, and it was, what, pouring rain? Yep. It was the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And – um you know, pouring down rain, and here's a young lady in front of me with a trash bag over her clothing, you know, trying to take a takeout bag to one of her friends who, who wasn't well enough to make it. Right. And, I mean, you've got to look at that, especially, I know it may sound sappy to some of the people, this time of year, where we do so much, I mean, I think, you know, I've talked to my kids about coming to help me. That's great. Um, because it's just amazing. You know, it's an uplifting experience, and I leave it. And kudos to you. Kudos, like I said, to Mike Gorman and the whole team. Yeah, Mike
0: and the kids get get, <coughs> uh, get deserve the credit. I mean, I try to promote them as much as I can, but they're doing the work. Um, we're going to be doing Christmas night, I think, at 8 o'clock. Yeah. So um, I'm going to be leaving my family. My sister's going to be the guest be speaker. There. Yep. And uh, she was addicted. I think she went through f- five or six um uh what do they call that now? I'm good 5 or 6 rehabs. rehabs and yep. before she finally got clean and now she's helping other people get clean. Yep. And so she's going to be doing that that's going to be fun, especially on Christmas night. We're going to yeah. be with people who have nothing who appreciate what little you give them mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to spend time with them to maybe help make their Christmas
1: pretty yep. good. So so I even get to sing uh Joy to the World. <laughs> <laughs> which was really special Thank me. God that yeah.
0: is not on tape. Yeah. <laughs> because if you could have seen what was going on that night, our friend Joe is homeless. Joe um, uh, Early, I think is his last name, uh, who's homeless. Um, we, quite a few of the volunteers have done a lot to help Joe out. Joe's got some issues, and he likes to play the harmonica. And his favorite song is Joy to the World. And sometimes he shows up and he's a little inebriated. And, and just in the middle of everything, he just starts shouting Joy to the World and we will sing the whole song, which is absolutely hilarious. Like it's a even, great song. Even, Mike, even Mike Gorman was laughing. And he had to make that guy smile. And yeah.
1: He did a, did a good job. So. Well, I'm so old I remember when it was a hit. So, <laughs> I mean, So, so I'm going to get back to um, the, the transition thing because, you know, bringing up things like TMF is, uh, over and above what I explained, you know, sitting down with the department heads one-on-one and then the transition committees, there's other things from a, from a, a vision standpoint. One of them is community engagement, mm-hmm. right? And to me, it's incumbent upon us as representatives of city government to participate. And, and that doesn't mean just go into a basketball game. Right. No, I will do that and I will cheer for the Rangers. Um, You know, it means uh, actively participating in things that are are for the betterment of people in the city, right? And to me, you know, doing the TMF, um, uh, you know, I think you made painfully clear to me during the debates and stuff, some of the homeless that show up at those Wednesday night dinners are not, um, you know, Lawrence people, they're Methuen people. Right.
0: At least a third of the people that were there last night, I actually started asking people where you're from. Yeah, yeah. At least a third of them are from Methuen.
1: Yeah. So I was uh, – secondly, I want to say we taught DJ Beauregard a lesson <laughs> about how to dress for the event when yes, it's raining. Yes. Because he looked like a drowned seal by yeah, the time he was originally. That was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. There was a.
0: He begged me not to take a picture.
1: Yeah. Somewhere between DJ and Ron Marsan, Ron was dressed like the Gorton Fisher. Right. Yeah. Right? Uh, DJ was just wearing a regular – Black jacket and looked like a wet seal. After yeah, because it was. it minutes. wasn't just raining; it was pouring. Rain. It was a yes. downpour. It was. So, so we're, we're,
0: I have a quick question for you from someone online, Uh-oh. Kim Daly, whom we love because, well, first of all, she's hot, mm-hmm. but also she's she's very involved in the community. I am. Um, her. she uh, she wants to know where can we find. Who the members are on each of the committees? I guess, is there a, is there a website? Oh, great question. Is like, Neil, so Perry not, from, Neil Perry from Mayor being used no, as great a great
1: question. Um, so I'll sh- hold this up so you can see. So you can see. I, I got to clean so that up. the answer everybody's got up. to go through me. Is that it? Well, no. I just, I'm just showing it to you so that Kim knows it's real. Uh, that's a great suggestion. We'll put it out on the website. And if you're interested in participating, uh, come on. The one thing I would uh, encourage you not to do is. Um, so let's say say who the chairs are because two well, <laughs> <no. laughs> those chairs jumped off the page? No, if you say um, Neil Perry's here, right? Oh, I hate that guy. Don't I don't want to see that stuff in the early going. Put aside your personal feelings for each other. If you've got a passion about participating in, in any of these committees, if Kim wants to participate in one of the committees, come on, get involved, mm-hmm. right? Because we've tried to. Um, I want to be on whatever committee she's on. Oh, you're welcome to. So, for a perfect example is on Parks Recreation and Green Space. I have uh, Bill Bryant is participating. He's Are you great. serious? I am one hundred percent serious. Oh man, you're a better man than I am. Um, hey, this team of doing thing applies to all of us. I know, right? Um, so we've got people from all different. You, St- you Steve Angelo. You who do was, realize that he's yeah. going to like do everything he can to sabotage you. I don't your, think so. I don't think so. I disagree with you. I disagree. Okay. so so I'm glad, but I'm glad you brought that up. They always do, but at
0: the end, they always come back. Ed, and go, you know, I probably should have listened to Tom on that one. Ed, sorry,
1: mark this down. Yeah, mark so it right down. This moment, yeah, forty two so
0: fifty three in the show.
1: That's right. Either <laughs> either Tom owns me or I own Tom. Right, one of the two. Um, well, Whoever wins buys lobster. <laughs> well, Whoever loses like buys it. lobster. Yeah, which reminds me, Dennis Marcello. If you're out there, you owe me a lobster dinner. I love Dennis Marcello. Yeah, he owes me. He owes uh, myself and Mike um, Solomon. Lobster dinner. Really? Let's go. I don't know if you hey, can yeah. afford that. He can afford it. You think so? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I use that and and please, I'm not picking on Bill Bryant, but Bill Bryant, I'm using that name. It's a good example. Get, can, he did not support me. No, that's he okay. Didn't. He exercised his privilege. Not only did he not support you, he savaged you.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I don't I'm don't not know if It's one it's one thing if someone supports the yeah. other person. Yeah. It's another thing when someone's out there publicly savaging you.
1: Well, I I don't know that he savaged me. Um, I didn't agree with some of the stuff he said, but to me, what I'm trying to do is set a respectful tone for the city. So I don't agree with what he said, um, but I do admire some of the passion. So you and I talked. I thought he did a very good job on uh, the first debate he did. He did an excellent job. I agree. Right? Right. Second, and he does a lot for the kids. He does a lot for the kids, right? And so, uh, you know, to me, it's important. Parks, recreation, and green space, who better to turn to right, somebody like that, right? right? Um, I've got Steve Angelo, who was thrilled to get my call and participate. And I think the world – so you say, why Steve Angelo? Steve does recreation for right, that's the his city of right? Right, yeah. So who better – why not look at what they're doing in Stoneham and how can we transfer some of that? And by the way, when I look at Parks and Recreation, to me it extends beyond this isn't all you know, about plant the tree. Some of the after-school emphasis will be in this group here. Mm-hmm. right? The, the thought when we meet with them will be, okay, what more can we do f- to give our students an upper hand to help them out you know, after school? How do we bridge that? When we met with uh, Bill Parry, the recreation director this morning, some of the questions we probed at were, what are the after-school programs we have? And, and beyond um, youth basketball, beyond youth you know, lacrosse, beyond youth uh, hockey, skating, whatever. What about the arts? What about the cultures? What are we doing? So we're trying to take a fresh look at all of this and not you know try to solve world hunger the first year, but create a plan. That is publishable. You know, I love what Kim asked because we want to give her a plan that says, here's the, uh, I don't know, 35 things that we're going to get done this first year that will make an impact in the city and then have Kim Daly hold us accountable. Or, not Kim, but all of the right, Kim Daly's, right? just right? as an example. Yeah. So, um, so I gave you a couple examples there. Um you know. I was really worried when he came in. I had no questions, and we're not having any problems at all. <laughs> he, he seems well, to have a whole book he's, of. He's way an more animated yeah, now yeah. T- today than he was in yeah. the last. Well, one. because so well, you know, the last time I was dog tied You yeah. got me at the end of the election. But you and, seem excited. Like I to am, take you off point. I am,
0: you seem excited that you're getting ready to take over this multi-million-dollar municipality yeah. and and transform it into something that's much more functional.
1: Yeah. So, so I love that you said that. I am excited. Um, and I know – I'm going to turn and look at the audience a little bit better. I know that there are going to be people who disagree with some of the things that I want to do in the city, and that's okay. Yeah. Right? It's how we how we demonstrate that disagreement. As long as it's a constructive disagreement. Because I can tell you yeah. my fear – Yeah. My fear is that you're going to have people who
0: are looking to support someone else in two years or run themselves in two years. Yep. And that they're going to be on your so-called team and that they're going to be sabotaging you behind the scenes in ways that you're not going to figure out until a year yeah. from now what they were really up to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I saw it with Mike Sullivan and Lawrence. I saw it with Willie yeah. Lynn and in Lawrence. I, yeah. saw it, I saw it with uh, Steve Zani when he came on board. Yeah. That there were people that they ingratiated themselves with the administration. They kind of snuck their way under committee yeah. somewhere. And then they just did nothing but sabotage. Yeah.
1: And and so the one thing I would say to you is... Death penalty for those people? Don't yeah, them? don't mistake my... Uh- I don't know know about the death penalty. (laughs) Don't mistake my um, political naivete for being leadership naivete. It's not. Um, So probably the most impressive, you know, I'm a big reader, um, and I read a lot. And most of my reading lately has been about the city of Methuen, And I fully digested Robert's rules so I won't screw up when I go to these meetings.
0: I've got it committed to memory since I was an elected official in
1: 1996. I saw saw your picture. That was amazing. The picture with your dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was excellent. Um, But I say this to you. Um, I'm a big fan of praise in public and criticize in private. Mm -hmm. And I learned that the hard way at Raytheon. Um, And I would tell you, you know, for the people I'm working with, um, they could get a tap on the shoulder during the dance and ask to Step come aside. and pay a visit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not hesitant to s- sit there and say, I-, I know we have different views. I'm not a big fan of people uh, pretending to be aligned and then sabotaging after the fact. Right. So whether it's on one of these committees or something in the departments in the city, um, once we decide as a team, we're all in. Right. And that's the only hard rule I'm going to have, right? There will be no, well, that's Neil's idea. The ideas we come up with will be our ideas and we'll adopt them. And I point out that, you know, I started saying one of the best leadership books I ever read, and the people at Raytheon can tell you this because everybody who's ever worked for me, I had them read it. It's called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And it's written by an author called Patrick Lencioni I'm going to repeat that in case people want to read it The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And what it specifies, and I'm going to be, is the root of our problem in Methuen. All all issues in relationships stem from lack of trust. And so you need to have trust in order to share the real you. Let me give you an example of how that plays out in real life. Uh, You're in a meeting with the mayor, or the mayor-elect, and the mayor comes up with something that you think is the most boneheaded idea since... Um I don't know, you know, time. And you sit there and you say, Well, that's a great idea. (laughs) And then you know the idea passes, and you go out in the hall and you say to your friends, that is the dopiest idea I've ever heard in my life. Right. Right? That does nobody any good. Now, I want to give you a little career advice. In the meeting, you don't say to the mayor, that's the dopiest thing I've ever, <laughs> I've ever heard uttered in history. Uh, but you should be able to say, um, I'm a little concerned about this, right? And one of the tools I used at Raytheon, and people <coughs> will hear it in City Hall, um, is I learned the LCS tool. Because we're all human beings. So if I say something to you and you say, that's stupid, Immediately, my defenses are up, right, and I'm ready for the fight. So I encourage the people in the city of Methuen to use the LCS tool. Before you can criticize something, say what you like about it. LCS is likes, concerns, suggestions. If you say, "I want to make every Tuesday Hot Dog Tuesday," I say that's a stupid idea. You now are right now your hackles in are up. Right. If I say, well, Tom, I really like that idea because I love hot dogs. I'm a little concerned that people are worried about all the nitrates and sodium that's in hot dogs. And maybe I suggest we do one Tuesday a month. That's a far more beneficial way to get you to potentially come to the middle. Yeah. Right? Right? But as human beings, we're so ingrained that if somebody comes back with the negative, with the anti right away, we're going to Block it, right? right? And so, you know, you can sit out there and say, I don't want to learn his wacky tools that he used at Raytheon. You don't have to. I guess all I'm trying to tell you is, you know, it's easier for a human being, any human being, we are all human beings, um, to to understand that there may be a flaw in the theory if you're a little bit complimentary to start. Right. right? If you at least open the door for them versus, you know, smashing it. I saw another... I saw I posted um on Facebook the other day an article um that I just loved. It was so moving. And I forget who shared it, but I it said, Everybody's grieving. You know, the people you're honking your horn at, the people everybody's got something. People could be going through a divorce, through the loss of a loved one. Everybody has challenges in their life that you can't understand. And the point to the article was kindness matters, right? So you, you know. You can say what you want. Kindness. You know, <laughs> that, that would I'm be a good one
0: for you to bear in mind, Tom. Yeah,
1: yes, Tom. Never yeah. heard that. Well, I guess all I'm trying to say is... That's definitely is,
0: not from the Tom Duggan school of no, getting things done.
1: No, but you say, you know, there's going to be a core group that are going to disagree with everything I do. I, I know that. Right. I know that. And I challenge that group. That group is our, they're still posting after the election. Oh, yeah. I saw Sid Harris the other day was well, kicking I the crap out of you. Well, and it, I'm sitting there going... <laughs>
0: Well, really? Like, you lost the election, dude. Just, like, go, fade away and let the guy become mayor first. Then if you want well, to criticize what he does, then that's fine.
1: Yeah. So, kicking the crap out of me, because I wasn't at the city council meeting, mm-hmm. um, that cannabis was discussed. And uh, let me tell you, I will be involved in the cannabis discussion. I, I got the briefing from the city Um I had a personal emergency that night. Not that Sid needs to know that. Right. Not that it's his right? business. Not that it matters. Right. But you know, before you post something like that, no, understand. Kindness does matter. Begin by trying to understand everybody else's perspective. Right. Trust me, and I think you know this, I will not be shy on the cannabis subject. Right? We need to have some fact based discussion there, not emotional debate. And and you know they're trying to sneak it through before you get in, right? I I didn't realize that's what yeah. they were trying to do. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't. based on what I saw in the paper, and based on what I saw on TV, I don't think that happened, but I'd have to double-check. They're check. trying, though. Okay. Well, they're trying a lot of things.
0: You realize yeah. they still got three weeks to go, four weeks to go. Uh, three. And three. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know that there's going to be shenanigans in that last three so, weeks. So,
1: let me just say this. I want to say this publicly, too. The mayor and his chief of staff have been... Very, very accommodating. Oh, they're the best. <laughs> now, that was disingenuous. Yes, it was. Um, I'm saying that from, the, they have been, you know, it's an awkward situation. Uh, I've never been through it before where, and I'm new to politics like you know, but I would tell you that every request I've made of them um, they have been forthright in getting it back to me. I got mm-hmm. this book from them. I've asked them 100 questions. We've got another. We're going through the building with them tomorrow. We've got another sit-down, like I said, next Friday with them. Uh, they've been very accommodating for everything I've asked. Um, and, you know, every department had by the way, uh, and people are – I'll share this questionnaire online, too, a blank okay. one. I won't – Share an answered one.
0: Give us everybody's answers.
1: No, I'll I'll share. I'll you commit. don't want department heads cheating off each other's papers That's either. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 C plus plus. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I will share based on Kim's request this transition committee document with the names of, because it's got all scratch outs, Because some people said no. Right. And I'm okay with that. Okay,
0: well, let me ask you this. Without, yeah. I don't want to bash anybody. You yeah. have to mention names. Yeah. Were, were the people who said no? Yeah. Were some of them saying no? Because they don't like you, no. That they campaign for someone else, no. Or it was just I don't have time. I have kids. I have commitments.
1: Tough time of year. Tough things going on in their life. In every situation, I've only had three people say no, and in every case, I understood. Okay, right. Yep. And I say that, and and so you know, I, I say that. I How about Jen Canaan?
0: How about putting Jen Canaan on one of these committees and saying, "Hey, listen,
1: <sighs> we ran a tough campaign, <laughs> but you
0: still have value in the community." Why not? I mean, if you're really, if you're putting Bill Bryant on the committee, well, you yeah. might as well put Jenkin in on the committee um, if she's willing to
1: do it. I'll think about it. Yeah. I'll think about it. All right. It.
0: I'll give you that. Boy, am I going to get my ass kicked out well, well, this show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I, I just don't want to lie to you. I, I got to talk about it with some of the people. I want – so just so you understand, I'm not staying in – I'm kicking off each of these committee meetings, and then I leave. Right. You and let I them do their work. Because I want them to be able to f- be freely talking about – this thing really works and these things really suck because when you come down to it, each of the areas, I hate to say it, but the meat is in what's, what's not working right now. All right. And so for somebody like me who's so process-oriented, that's where we're going to get the idea, okay, if this doesn't work, see, these people are going to be told, okay, so it doesn't work. How do we fix it? It's right. not how, how do we does make Neil it work? fix it. How right. do we make it work? What are the kind of things we can do? Right. Um, and those are the things we commit to as a city, right? Are we doing okay for time? Yeah, we got about five minutes. Okay. Um, I started to say something and I completely forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Probably um, we went back. So, you know, I had a personal emergency the night of the cannabis meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I did record it and watch the whole meeting after it. Um, I did get briefed by Mr. Buckley on it. Um I also um last night I'm a little disheveled today because it may seem like my mother got rushed to the hospital last night. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, she's it, okay? Uh she's okay. She she may have pneumonia. Um she had a temp of 102.8. And she's in her 90s, right? She's 86. 86. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so uh a little we stayed kind of late there last night. It was a little, you know, disorienting. Sure. So I I I'm not asking for pity from the people. All I'm saying is Every one of us has life situations going on that you know. Sometimes things don't. Yeah, work not out everything's perfectly. political, right? Right. It isn't always done because I'm going to snub my nose and show right. them I'm not going to that meeting. Right. Sometimes life intervenes. I like to say, and so you know, I'm going to say you know from the bottom of my heart, um, I loved the campaign. I am. You are right. I am super excited. Yeah, you seem way more excited now than yeah. I don't know how that is, but uh, I am. I'm super excited. Uh, but at the same time I say this to you. Um my friends at work have told me they're gonna run a retirement party for me. I'm I'm pretty honored by that. Um the inauguration is January 6th, the retirement party is January sixteenth. Dancing girls. No, 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 not one All of right, those. I don't want no. to go to that then. I'm in politics I'm now, I can't interested. do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll still get you an invite. All right. It's good food. Um you know, I've been blessed. I I've you know, There were certain people, uh, you may have named them, I have not, uh, who said, why would a Raytheon executive give up a salary like that to to take a job like this that pays $80,000? And um, the short and straight answer is public service. I I love my city. And I'm focused. I'm super excited because I'm focused. We're going to turn this thing around, and I am not, you know, I'm going to keep my promises. I'm not going to run for state rep, and I'm not going to run for – State senator. State senator. You want to protect Diana. Make uh, yeah. sure he says it on the yeah, record. Yeah. Diana mm-hmm. knows already. She knows. And I think she trusts me. Um, this is all up for me about, you know, turning my city around. And so this this first year is extremely important. I've
0: got to tell you, yeah. if you don't turn it around yeah. in this first year – yeah. Diana has been very emphatic, State Senator Diana Zuggie, has been very emphatic publicly that she is going to ask for a much higher level of oversight from the state, including possibly entire takeover. So you are really Methuen's last chance to not become Lawrence.
1: Yeah, and so I I accept that challenge, um, not just for me, but for the city government. And I would tell you, I've already met, you know, we've spent... um, one of the people I didn't talk about is is somebody I did talk about having her on the show, is the CAFO, Maggie Dupre. Uh, she's you know, adorable.
0: I'd love to have her here.
1: Well, I didn't <laughs> use those words. That's not why I'd have her here. She's, That's why I would have her She's here. got her act together. And, um, you know, we've had s- several uh, discussions and, you know, really focused. And I like, you know, she invited me in. Uh, we we're, even though I'm not officially, you know, there yet, we I participated in the interview for the H uh, human resource director, which they haven't had in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't even have job descriptions, and so you know, we interviewed a can a couple of candidates, and they they were very good, and we believe we've selected one that's going to be really good, and I'm hopeful that um, that person's going to accept the job. Did you agree with um, last last week? I thought two weeks ago the city
0: council. Voted to make the assistant city solicitor a city council employee, not a mayoral Mm, employee. Did
1: you agree with that? Well, let me not be apologetic. That came from a reader. Yeah, and and it's a great question, so it's fair. So I'm going to answer that of two ways, and and, and now I'm trying to be political. Uh, I want to publicly say that, to me, the city solicitor working for the city council is really confusing to me. I know Lawrence does the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I sit there and think, who does the mayor go to for legal advice when he right. or she needs it? Right, and so that relationship—I have a good relationship with the city solicitor. I don't want you to read anything into that. I know him, um, but he's my number one, my number one priority, by the way, in the next two years is to protect your city solicitor. Yeah, so so he works for the city council, right? Right. Um, the assistant city solicitor works for him, so I can't understand. If the city solicitor is going to work for the city council, which he does, right. how could his employee should, right. not work for the city council, right. right? That's my personal opinion, not legal. Having said that, um, when they vote that, it makes me want to turn to them and say, um, other than hiring outside counsel, what is the, what is the, the legal capability provided to the mayor, right. right? Because right now, Methuen uses a lot of external legal counsel. And that's something we've got to take a look at. By the way, I myself have talked to them. They seem to be really terrific at what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, you know, there's got to be a better solution overall than the way we're situated right now. Sure. And so, um, as far as, you know, the assistant city solicitor working for the city solicitor working for the city council, I guess in some sense it makes sense to me. Where it's confusing to me is right now she's also the HR person. So... It makes it more important that we bring in that HR director sure. who reports to the mayor, mm-hmm. right, rather than have the assistant city solicitor do part-time in HR. You can't, you can't do well with part-time HR directors. Right. And that's not a slam on her, the assistant solicitor. It's just – it's not a part-time job. Yeah, the it's function of the job, job. D- yeah.
0: demands that you have someone full-time. Yeah,
1: you need at least
0: um, – can you know, we just people. not get a left-wing nutcase as an HR director? A left-wing nutcase? Yeah, because I, I, see, I see in a lot of corporations that I work with, that I've worked for, they have an HR director that's just a left-wing lunatic. And so a guy comes in and says, hey, I really like your dress. And the next thing you know, he's up on sexual harassment charges at work because he said he liked someone's dress. I'm just looking to make sure that we don't get that kind of crap.
1: Yeah, I mean, him. Neil, when, well, when you're doing the job description, yeah, do not that. put left-wing nutcase. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Ed. I, I'm going to write that down. Do you mind yeah. if I, yeah. No, no, you can use it. Yeah. Um, Well, I think, you know, it's important, Tom, that, um, you know, that there's certain things you you always have to be careful. I'm not going to, you know, when it comes to sexual harassment or things like that, um, you've got to be careful because it's not what you say. It's what's, it's what's taken. Yeah. Right, and so what's which is so, what's acceptable? Which is on, so
0: anti-constitutional? It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, you just have to be careful about it, right? So I think you know, I would suggest that I think we need a whole new emphasis on that in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we're going to get there. This is why I, you I never
0: hire depressed. me because I would sexually harass every single I, woman in my office. <laughs> I was going to say you wouldn't have done well. I like actually, I actually require a waiver in my <laughs> yeah. contract that a yeah. sexual well, harassment Ed,
1: waiver. And already e- eliminated from the competition <laughs> is uh, <you laughs> know, he Tom yeah. He won't be here yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so I, I'm pumped. I truly am pumped, and I'm looking forward to coming here and and giving you more meat on the bone. Um, so when I come back, you know, let's let's start, you know. When I come back, I'm going to report out on the progress of the transition committees. Mm-hmm. Um, I committed uh, to Kim and to everybody else to clean up all my penmanship on this and put in this. It was a type list, and then people said yes and no, and I had to get emails, phone Just numbers. crossing things off, yeah. circling people. <clears throat> so I'm going to put the cleaned up list out there. Um, but again, if you're interested in any way in serving on any one of those four teams, general government, parks, recreation, and green space, community, culture, and neighborhoods, or business and economic development, reach out to me, npirish1213 at gmail.com, and uh, tell me why. Uh, you know, I go back. I love what you said. Um, so don't think, if, if we've got people on these committees who are just being blockers, then I will step in mm-hmm. and say, look, you know, this is all about what we want to do in the city. Uh, if you're just here to, to weigh things down at the block, Step aside and let somebody else do it. Right. And say the same thing, you know, candidly across all four teams. I don't think that'll happen. I really don't. Everybody that I talked to, whether they supported me or not, sounded really excited to have the chance to participate. And I'm looking forward to that.
0: Well, great. Melvin Taylor's already playing the the music. I want to thank um, our sponsors. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, I, if you told me t- two years ago that we'd be here, I, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> McLennan Real Estate, Century 21. Um, we love them. We love Matt. And by the way, they gave us a ton of money for our bash a couple of years ago for spa- for scholarships. Well, hopefully we'll be able to get them to come back this year. AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her husband, they're fantastic people. They, they do are a lot fantastic. In the community. fantastic. Uh, go to AFC Urgent Care instead of going and waiting <laughs> four hours in Holy Fatal Hospital. Uh, uh, Marsan and Son Construction, I think I left them out on the first one. Rodney Marshan, a good guy. I hope you're actually utilizing him. He's a very smart guy. Yep. Um, uh, Jason Maku at Maku Towing, who not only is a, uh, a, a great tow guy in the community, but he also does an awful lot to help TMF. Uh, and the Methuen Police Superior Officers Union uh, Sponsoring the show And we uh, we thank Greg Gallant and all of his members For always supporting the Paying Attention Podcast The Valley Patriot Newspaper Our bash every year TMF. Everything that we involve ourselves with, they get themselves involved in too. And most of the time they say, please don't thank us. We're not doing this for for thanks. We're just doing it because we want to do it. So we appreciate that. Uh, Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Uh, Are you going to come in now the day after um, uh, your next scheduled show is the day after New Year's, or do you want to wait a week on that? You can want to we wait a week? Yeah, we can wait a week. That'd be much better. Because then you'll be sworn in, and then we yep. can. Then that can be mean to you. Yeah. It's hard to be mean to you mean. if you haven't been sworn in yet. Mean. Yeah. Right? Neil Perry Thank you very much New you're elected welcome. mayor I want to thank All of our sponsors Dave Garofalo Two Guys Smoke Shop We are signing out here At uh, Studio 21 Podcast Cafe And also want a big a big thank you To uh, Ed Sullivan Ed. Our fine fine producer Who makes this show Work every single week We will see you next week I don't know who I can't remember Who's booked on the show I think it might be Eunice equal But we'll let you know I'll let you know On Facebook Thank you very much Mayor Melvin Taylor says We gotta go home So go home already telling